1: Oh my God. Welcome to the show. I'm Elizabeth. Hello. I like how we've just fully transitioned into first name. Just going in a first name basis. Who am I today? Am I the Falcon or am I the Stephanie? You decide. I'm whatever you guys want. I'm both of them.
2: Thanks for letting us meet you where you are. Oh, cute. This is a show. That we like to <laughs> I'm like this is a show. I don't have anything I else like to say.
1: That suffices. That, that works. This is a show. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks guys. for tuning in. It's a whole thing that's happening out there in the world. It's well-being, it's consciousness, it's the Astros. It's uh it's it's you, it's us, it's them. We are the world. We are the children. <laughs> wow. How are you? What's going on? I'm feeling good, feeling fine. I was trying to wear my glasses inside, but I'm feeling like it's a little dark. The, the You're famed for your eyewear, right? Really. I know, but okay, so the story with these is that I dreamed that they would have a green transitional lens, but when I went to go get the green transitional lens, I learned that they were $450. So it was like one or the other. So I was like, these bitches are going to be sunglasses until mama's got the cash, and at the time, I liked that they were so dark because I was still having an eye issue, which, by the way... Oh, yeah, eye update. Thank you so much for asking about my eye friends on social
2: media. It's okay. It's a little wonked out. But I feel like that's something that only you can specifically see. And you know what? It's my thing now. It keeps yeah. me humble. It keeps me grounded. <laughs> Keep, stay grounded. <laughs> but actually, an eye thing. I've
1: actually begun wearing contacts again, and I can wear makeup, and it's, like, totally fine. I just... um. I gotta make sure I take off my mascara and um, get enough rest.
2: Not same over here with your, but I've it's got like a tiny eczema patch. It's so small. It's so small, but when I wake up in the morning is when it it is activated, and it, then it goes down throughout the day. Maybe you need some cortisone cream. I perhaps I'm not sure. I did a deep Google dive, and Derma E apparently makes mm-hmm. our friends over at Derma E apparently makes Can you an eye send cream. Send us some of the hydrating eye Can cream. Can I try it? <laughs> it has um a uh, hyaluronic acid and hyaluronic, and then um per- should not remember what annie jib told us we should take oh right it's per- throwback. throwback right yeah but i was like oh that's the same stuff oh interesting we'll get some i of that. can't pronounce it. are you guys
1: listening Derma-E. hello um it's really exciting to be here again with you elizabeth um should we i think we should get, get into, right into, into it because in i think like we have a great show ahead we really do um weekend wellness guys what a oh, pic, pic, Oh, pycnogenol. Remember we couldn't yeah, pronounce it forever? Yeah, it's so hard. It's so hard to say. What is that shit? We don't know. We don't know. Pycnogenol. All right, Derma E hydrating eye cream come through Has for Has anyone Elizabeth. tried it? I will say Let that. Let us know. Sometimes when I would wake up in the morning, my eye was a little swollen. And then when I started doing the guasa, I think it like moved Moves the lymph it. around. Totally. Um, And I'm still very obsessed with that practice, y'all. Week in wellness.
2: Give me the weekend wellness, please.
1: And celebrities. I truly wish you guys could see how we are when we when that song plays, because it's a full dance. There, yeah, we've we've it's had a dance choreography
2: break. now. <laughs> uh, we invite you.
1: Send us your choreography. At the end of every time my hands come together in like a in a center prayer, but it's more of like a vogue moment. Almost like it.
2: where pop culture and wellness come together, yeah, you It's might like say. A, It's like
1: a Madonna moment.
2: I think we might need to take Vanderpump Rules out of it because I'm salty on it forevermore. Why? Because of the Kelsey of it all? I don't know if anybody saw the reunion part two this week. Did not, but give us a Week in Wellness update. So... When, you know, I, when we were talking about how when we, were, when we were hanging out with Andy Cohen, how he was like... Hold on, I have to climb sorry that, under sorry the I table. Sorry for that casual name, name drop. Go grab it. Dropped. Pick it back up. Okay. No problem. Here you no, go. But he, Hold that. Put it in your pocket. When we were in case talk, you need thank you. When we were talking to him <laughs> and we were like, it's so fucked up. Like, yeah. our like really good friend is the Reiki healer, blah, blah, blah. And he was like, kind of gave like one of those like eek looks. He's like, well, you know, they really get into it about it on the reunion. And I was like, oh, fuck Andy. Fix it. Like, what the fuck, dude? She's amazing. And then John Hill was there. He's like, she's amazing. Like, and he was like, oh, wow, really? Like, he was totally, like, really fascinated that we had, like, intel on it. Right. They just, like, go in with this, like, preposterous, like, insinuation. What did they say? Just saying that, like, she, like, intentionally was trying to, like, sway him away from his girlfriend and that, like. Nobody wants to date Jax. (sighs) Relax. It just was, like, so reachy and annoying and i was like they're just, all petty thirsty i and really despo. shifted my vibe on the show good because it's, it's i know trash. it's trash it, i i feel like it's okay to like trash like there's it nothing it is okay that. to write like trash but
1: you can't hold those people to a standard that you would hold a normal friend exactly to you too did
2: anyone else see it Did and anybody else really tummy breaks turn?
1: my heart that they did that to someone who's like so, so pure And like she legitimately We had so many conversations with Before she went on that And we were just like If your goal is to like Make Reiki something That's more mainstreamed Then this is like A great right. place to do that And the fact that they just like Are so despo for drama And a storyline That they threw under the bus The only person with like True intentions On that fucking show
2: They're pieces of shit Yeah Sorry story. No namaste about that So maybe we need So any suggestions for Where blank and pop culture blank, blah, Come blank, together pump rules Da, 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 um, da. it needs a bravo three shows
1: i don't even want to shout out bravo
2: okay um wait uh people magazine no no nope. <laughs> i don't do
1: i don't want know to read what,
2: that? yeah let us know what do you think we yeah. should insert instead of vanderpump rules it needs to match the syllables go bachelorette Hit us up mm-hmm. we don't talk about that although
1: okay i have a weekend wellness do you have a weekend wellness?
2: I was going to go to our listener question, oh, but you hit us with okay. it. Okay.
1: Well, first of all, Weekend Wellness, I got really excited because, um, you know, we're big fans of Nicole Richie over here. And I always feel like our hairstyles are kind of in tandem with each other. Um, Important. They were just reflected in each other's eyes. Yeah. We even know each other. But she, House of Harlow, started doing crystal jewelry. And she did this whole post today about how she's like been making crystal diamond necklaces for her friends for a long time. Same. And she infuses them with like like full moon energy and sage and it's like very personal to her. And now it's like she's added those to the House of Harlow collection and they're all like handpicked and designed by her. So I just think that's really cute because it's like it's more mainstreaming of not only crystals as jewelry, but like the energy around it with the moon and all that kind of stuff. So Nicole Richie, come through. Love that. Also
2: Astros. We've got an amazing listener question. Well, actually, it's a great listener question, but I'm more impressed by... This person's insta handle which we normally don't um shout out shout out but it's Posy fairy moon <laughs> and that's <laughs> amazing yes. so she asks hi actually i don't know he or she who knows um they. i love your podcast they hi i love your podcast just wondering do you read or take to heart your horoscopes
1: this is a great stuff question well first of all i just was about to shout out all of the astro flurries of this week Shit please do fucking bananas like I was having a very intense time yesterday. It was like, so yesterday was when Uranus moved into Taurus for the first time in 84 years. And we had a new moon in
2: Taurus. You're a Taurus. I am. So congratulations. For my topical astro happening. Is that what it Transits, is? Transits. Transits. Um, and it was just, a, it's like a really intense,
1: like new time that, we're, that we've moved into. And yesterday I just was like, I literally felt like I walked through a door and then the other side of the door, it was cool, but there was no floor. So then I just was like free falling for Ooh. the entire day. It was bananas. Everything's okay now. Um, so where do I go to find out about these things? Yes. You ask. I first of all read my Scorpio horoscope every single day at Scorpio Mystique on Twitter. Um, she just has like a day-to-day that I really vibe with um that gives like instructions and also
2: reflections. And I would say you're more diligent with it. I read it every whereas day. Whereas I like drop in and out. I mean I to read it every day and I send it to you. Yes.
1: I also read Chani Nichols every day or whenever she posts something like about a major transit. And what I like about that is she posts horoscopes for major transits for both your sun and your rising sign. And that's really in-depth and interesting. And we also have Danny Beinstein, former guest of the show, who does amazing She's posts. She's
2: awesome. Um, also, I want to shout out Christina Fontana, someone who's I've subscribed to her newsletter for like probably like eight years. And she does evolutionary astrology weekly um, recaps cool. and does like a general that goes into your mailbox and you can click over to read your specific sign. And hers are always really deep and apropos i love that and then um
1: also of course moon gathering shannon agonza who we're doing our event with this coming
2: weekend she's just
1: like she's so well informed she's so knowledgeable and deep on on the subject and i love what she has to say um ambi
2: kavanaugh of course obviously she's got an amazing subscription uh horoscope recap that she does that she works so hard on and I know she's just like constantly writing and tuning into that so if anybody wants like a like a more uh, detailed option that's really great and then I really want to give love to Mikey Dimitrovich Edible Spirit friend of the show he does a um, in tandem with the moon cycles so like new moon full moon he does these live Instagram where he tunes into what's happening in the astros and also does an amazing like channeling car um card pool based on you just i like just Joey. said it i just said it. my oh, boyfriend's from miami he says pull like pool and you just did and that. i just did that wow yikes you guys are gonna dark. get married and your um, kids are gonna have
1: fucked up accents damn it <laughs> um
2: cool yeah a card pull and then he does it he does readings for everybody tuning in based on like if they're an earth sign a fire sign a water sign it's really cool so um it's a small gathering right now i think that it's gonna get big so if you guys want to um you know be an early adapter to that adopter adapter adapter <laughs> adapter. Whichever. <laughs> we're having some linguistic differences today, and that's fine. So those are all great sort resources. Yeah. I mean,
1: I just find that it's a great, you know, we're going to reach for our phones probably first thing in the morning anyways. So instead of going to something that's like mindless, I like to make it have a purpose. And, right. and with the astrology, it's purposeful and it sort of gives me like a baseline of something to reflect on throughout the day. And like when different things come up in the day, I can be like, yeah. oh, that is thematically aligned with what that says. Yeah, it
2: gives you a nice framework. Yeah, exactly. it gives one nice framework to like see things through a lens. Like during yesterday, the day.
1: Scorpio Mystique said that for the Taurus new moon and and the Uranus transit, Uranus transit for Scorpio, Uranus, said, Uranus. Uranus. Everyone, they all say Uranus. Um, she was like Scorpio should write themselves a love letter, and that's not something that I've like really ever done before. Maybe like once or twice in the context of this show, but not just because some website told me to do it. And then I did it, and I felt so good in the morning. Mm. I mean, then the bottom fell out, but it was like a really fun exercise.
2: <laughs> then I flatlined later yeah. in the day, but then I started ended off my really day nice.
1: crying in the bathtub. But before that, everything was hey. good to go. Yeah, it's life, man. Um, so that's the astrology of it all. I think that now we've answered that question this week in wellness has been covered and I think it's a great time to move on to our incredible Amazing. interview. So today on the show, we have a very exciting guest. This is a great
2: one for anyone who likes to eat mm-hmm. or doesn't. We can get into that. Do you
1: have a relationship with food?
2: We're asking for a friend. <laughs> <laughs> today we have Shira Lencheski. She is a registered dietitian, really well-known on the scene, I'd say, Um, and just had a book called The Food Therapist come out this year. Is that funny?
0: Yeah, like hot off the scene. Hot off the scene.
2: A socialite of the the food world. She's got a master's degree. We've got higher education in the building. You had your new book, The Food Therapist, come out this past year that really um, goes deep on dealing with our emotional hangups around food and like everything and all things that go in and around that. Yep. You said, I love how you, you said to me that the book is like, um like a relationship book, but between one and their food. Mm. Exactly. I like that. Amen sister. Cause <laughs> I mean, even, and I'm sure this came up for you too with whole 30, man. Oh man. What do I like have some stuff with food that it was so underneath that until it was like right in front of my face, I didn't even realize it. Oh, yeah. Like on like the Sunday night, like balls to the wall, eat whatever scenario that's like deeply ingrained in my soul that I've literally had to like sit with and let it bubble up and talk to it and all of that. And be like, what is that? What is that? What is it? Well, I used to it used to be much darker than it is now, whereas I used to like binge on Sunday nights till I felt sick, like Mm. in my like 20s. Like, you know, we all have our 20s. 20s journey my That's 20s were perfect i had no problem <laughs> what you're talking about. and that was one of my things like i would really like it was a it was a like put yourself in a room by yourself eat whatever you want until you don't feel well Ooh, yeah i, I don't that. i do not recommend it but Mm-mm. you know it's doesn't feel good doesn't feel good and i think as i luckily like self-love and, and a higher conscious has allowed me to move out of that Amazing. And i say that i have a higher consciousness. Yeah. is that like when um What's his face it said that he was enlightened? Kanye? No, <laughs> no. Uh, Russell Simmons, <laughs> Russell Simmons oh. when he was teaching stuff meditation, he called himself enlightened. Anyway, I that and then three weeks later, work... he was
1: accused of sexual harassment. So it's was well, like, that's interesting. <laughs> yeah, right. But
0: <laughs> I feel like that's kind of what this is all about, and I don't think that it's, I don't think it's smug to say you're enlightened if, if you've done the work, because I think the point for me. And what we talked about um, before was kind of like everyone has something. Mm-hmm. Everyone, you know, whether, you know, they're overeating on Sundays because they're anxious about Monday or not saying that that's what was going on with for you. But, um, you know, that or, you know, they're kind of all or nothing or whatever it is. Everyone has something. And with our romantic relationships, when things go wrong, we often analyze them so much and we sometimes analyze them to death. But with our food relationship, we don't often do much analysis. And so we chalk up not kind of doing what we said we were gonna do to not having willpower, or not having ability or being lazy, and it's not the case at all. So I feel like anytime you've like reached with it, you've looked further and peeled back some of the layers, to Figure out what's going on, then and it sounds like that's what you did.
2: Yeah, the self inquiry. I think it was I was kind of living such a restrictive during the week, then uh-huh. it was just like balls to the wall on Sunday. Yeah, and then I think the remnants of that is just like, let's have fun, it's Sunday, and that is reflected in my food choices. Um, and then with Whole 30 being more of like a ref- restricted parameters in terms of, like, I can't go to my favorite restaurant and, like, go ham like I normally do. Right. Well, it's interesting. just
1: as a thing to what you were saying, it was kind of making me think of, like, what I feel is at least, like, the core of, like, the issues around food. I don't know. You can speak to this. is like, a control thing mm-hmm. where it's, like, you're always swinging from, like, a pendulum of, like, I'm in the most control and then I have, like, no control. Right. And it's, like, they're, they're like, reactors of each other. And, like, how do we get to the middle and be, like, not have to do either of those things?
0: Well, it's interesting. And people ask me about Whole30 a lot because it's so kind of in vogue. It's not. Yeah, I was going to say trendy, but it's not even fair to say it's trendy because I actually think it's great. I mean, I think it's you could do you could be really healthy on Whole30. The thing the only thing about Whole30 that I think is really tough. And I remember when it first came out, a bunch of like people that I would like write for in the media whatever would ask me and say what do you think about this and i remember reading kind of how like if you mess up quote You're unquote, supposed to start over. you have to start over i didn't do that yeah well i like that yeah because um, i was just like
1: forgive yourself you didn't know there was yeah. a tiny bit of honey in that salad dressing like exactly. it's not yeah. that big of a deal
0: exactly so i think that the things that whole 30 does exceptionally well is it's very clear It's very, um, and people a lot of times like having rules like that, Mm -hmm. like having like, tell me specific rules I can follow. Well, I
1: think when you get so off course, like Mm -hmm. that's kind of where I was, where like I had been so restrictive for so many years because of like various digestive problems and whatever. And then when I realized I could like eat bread and kind of be okay, I just went like so hard in that direction. And it was this like very liberating feeling of being like, I'm good. But then of course it catches up with you when you're eating something, not even for a bodily reason, but like, for a digestive and like health overall reason, it wasn't working anymore. Yeah. So to have the parameters is a way to give yourself control without being like anorexically controlling. Right. Because like th- that, I think that's what we both kind of struggle with of like the eating disorder, the rigidity, the yeah, black or white, where and- it has to do with your body out exteriorly. Right. And that's like so fucking dangerous. Right.
0: And I think that with Whole 30, if you take what works, which is, you know, a lot of times people feel really good afterwards and they're like, oh my gosh, I feel amazing. I'm yeah. mentally clear, whatever. And you're like, oh, I feel really good doing this. But at the same time, like, I'm not gonna die if I have, you know, some maple syrup here right. or, or <laughs> like a brown Heaven rice, forbid. you know, yeah. some rice or whatever. Yeah, But I generally feel really good like this. So how do I generally eat this way and then leave room so that I'm also not like so rigid and it's so black and white. And I think that that's kind of that, that to me is the goal always because, it's nice to get into a rhythm and figure out what works for you and generally feel good. And maybe you get you get it out of that a little bit around the holidays or on vacation or whatever. Yeah. But um
1: not having that be terrifying. Right. Like I did whole 30 and I'm I am do not know, what am I, like in my fifties of the days since I started or whatever. And I've like mostly stayed on it. But then on a Friday night I got kind of drunk and then like literally fully
2: texted me the next day.
1: And I was like, my dark twisted gluten fantasy. Spinning like out. it was I had I was sitting on the fucking
2: street
1: eating like pizza out of the box with like five games. That sounds so fun. <laughs> it was really that fun. But when I woke up in the fun. morning, I was like, okay, really now have like a hurdle to jump through of like, okay, I can text her. I can like release the anxiety, but yeah. I can't like keep going down that what spiral. What did I say
2: to you? <laughs> <laughs> you
1: were like, that sounds amazing. And I was like, why am I complaining to her? She hasn't had a carb in
2: like two weeks. But
0: <laughs> see, that to me tells me that you were probably doing it too rigid. You know, like you weren't letting yourself let indulge in. at all. yeah. And so when you finally did, it was like balls out crazy. Yeah. And what happens is actually, it's anyone who's ever done this, which is probably like everyone in the world knows what this is, but there's an actual scientific term for it. It's called counter-regulatory eating. But what it actually, what we often refer to it at, is as um, the what the hell effect. Mm. So it's when you perceive when you do something with eating where you perceive as like a total deviation from like good, right? Um, and now you're like, oh no,
1: it's all ruined. I'm just gonna do more because it's already ruined. Well, that's what happened a few months ago when I was like, I've already started with bread. There's no. <laughs> yes. Now. This time was more of a like, I don't want to disrupt my like healthy gut flora yeah, situation yeah, yeah, that yeah. I have going. And yes, I'm afraid it's gonna like totally fuck me up. But then you know what? I just took some enzymes, some magnesium, and like. Two days later, it was fine. So I'll hail
2: the flora. Yeah, I think that's kind of like
1: the lesson too. Is it's like not that big of a deal, right? It's
0: not gonna. Ruin, it's not gonna ruin. And like don't. And like that big black and white thinking of like it's either. The best, yeah, the, 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 best like the, the best flora in, world. in the world, or like the worst flora. Who doesn't? Who doesn't <laughs> for sure. But like, yeah, two slices of pizza aren't going to do that to you. It was more like three I or think, four, um, but yeah, yeah. No. But like, you know what I mean. But I think maybe like the one piece of pizza that, like, if you weren't like in that mindset of right. going being all or nothing, you could have maybe had that, enjoyed the shit out of it, right. and then moved on. Right. I think because you were in that mindset where you're like, well, there goes my flora. Um, So I'm going to keep on going.
1: But some nutritionists and dietitians, we've heard them say it like at conferences where they're talking about the microbiome and, all. you know, everyone's (laughs) best friend. They're (laughs) talking about how, like, if you have it one time, it like disrupts the system and like that, like all the doctors. I think that's so irresponsible, but that's definitely part of the conversation.
0: You know? Yeah. I mean, it is. It's so hard with nutrition now because, you know not everyone is accredited the same way not everyone is science-based sometimes people are so science-based that they're not even
1: like human
0: yeah like (laughs) thinking about you know alternative stuff but sometimes people are you know kind of the dogma of it all is is too much but Mm -hmm. I think that I really do think that's incredibly irresponsible to say because not only do I think it's not true but I think that it causes it's scary Totally, to it makes you feel like oh my god it's so triggering yeah it is sure. triggering and
1: then it goes back to that control thing where you're right. like i can't even enjoy like it, what if i'm in italy like what if i am you know what if we're in that little tiny spot in new york city that we ate a
2: lasagna at <laughs> we'll never not go there exactly when we're in new york. Like, the pesto lasagna is to live for yeah right like to not experience i think
0: it gives us that idea of like unless we're being crazy rigid never have a carb never have a grain never have dairy it's not going to work out for right, us right and that's just simply not true that really yeah. goes
2: into a concept that i love that you talk about is like connecting to your future self as mm. it pertains to food and can you talk can you unpack yeah. that for us um so i uh got really
0: into this research um it was done by this amazing psychologist. His name is Hal Hirschfield. And all of his research was done in the financial, um, thinking about um, human behavior with like financial decisions. So, what he started out looking at was why people weren't saving for retirement. Mm. It's the classic, or in his mind, of like delaying something you want in the moment something that you want more like a bigger payoff down the line mm. that's what he kind of thought of saving as retirement so like obviously we would love to like buy all the things right now um but go if on we, the
2: vacations <laughs> do yeah
0: the like, yeah but if we save if we don't kind of act on all those impulses and instead we save some of those for later then there's a much bigger payoff down the line because we'll get to kind of enjoy that later on um, and he was so interested in why people don't save for the future, even though they kind of know that. Um, and so what he found was that he looked at the way people think about themselves right now in the moment and the way people think about themselves in the future. Um, and the really interesting thing that he found that really blew my mind was that people often think about themselves in the future as complete strangers. <laughs> so, it makes mm. sense that we we make decisions that that affect us now that help us out now but don't help us out later because if we don't have a connection to our future self and they feel like a completely different person, then why would we help that person out? The classic Mariah Carey, I don't know her. <laughs>
1: yeah, exactly. Um, exactly. Thank God that came into the conversation. No, <laughs> I'm always trying to loop it in. And by the way, it's, <laughs> saved, or it's
0: saved as like a favorite. Of
2: mine, <laughs> so I
0: appreciate it. But so I read that and I was really interested. Um, I was really interested in that in terms of food. And then he did a follow-up study, which was even more fascinating in ways, and he um, did renderings, virtual reality renderings of the people. And um, he he found that when people saw and got to interact with virtual renderings of themselves, that they were more likely to want to save for the future. That's so wild. Right? I know. So the more connection we had, the more continuity we had with that future self, who is really just us in the future, the easier it is to forego immediate rewards in favor of long-term rewards. Well,
1: yes. Like people always ask me, like our friends will come up to me and be like, how come you like never get like super drunk or like you never (laughs) do the drugs really or like whatever. And I'm like, just because in the future, I know I'll feel like garbage. Like I'm constantly safeguarding against like a hangover basically. Right right i mean and that's what it is like it's a food hangover
0: yeah and it's you it's know fat
1: hangover the way can i say that we gotta edit that out <laughs> that can i can call myself fat okay <laughs> elizabeth stop it we're just recovering from a tragedy
2: the way mm-hmm. i problematic faves over here
0: just saying the f word so <laughs> the f word <laughs> i was really interested in P-H-A-T. this h a t
2: Exactly.
0: <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> no um, I was really interested in what this meant in terms of food because he was talking about this in terms of financial planning, yeah. which is obviously really important and so interesting. But I felt like it had a lot of utility in what I did and what I was thinking about. Um, and it kind of related to what I was seeing in my practice over and over and over again for years. This idea that people would come to me and they kind of more or less knew what to do. They knew that they um, would feel better if they would. They were eating less sugar, if they were kind of eating with more intention, um, you know, not overeating at restaurants, stuff like that. But the issue is that they weren't doing those things. So mm. there is a gap between their intentions to do all of those things and their day-to-day actions. And it was really like perplexing to me at first because I was just kind of like, but you know, it wasn't. It wasn't like a knowledge thing. It wasn't um, that they didn't understand that. It was just um, that it was more complicated than that. Mm-hmm. That's what I essentially. People thought that again that it had to do with willpower or ability. But anyone has the ability to do that um, if you're motivated and you want to do it. Um, it's it's more complicated because you know we we have stuff. Everyone has stuff. Um, I think we go into meals starving, um, you know, without really thinking about it, we're busy, we're distracted. Um, it makes it hard to make really thoughtful choices on the fly. So, um, so I thought about this and then I also thought about, you know, this idea that people, um, like w- indulging is really a matter of your short term, like weighing your short term. Yeah with your long-term goals so everyone has both for long-term goals we all everyone wants to look and feel their best whatever that is sure. and for short-term goals you know we want pizza we want ice cream just we just want to feel
2: awesome right now always
0: right but you right? also want you also want a um, flat tummy
2: There's nothing <laughs> wrong with that regular
1: bms
0: well sure. that's my that's main good. concern what I'm talking in terms of rewards that I'm talking about now is like a baked good or a you know like you want, we're in an office right now like I'm sure in the conference room there's like treats or whatever yeah. you know yeah. like so we want to look and feel our best and at the same time we want the pizza we want the ice cream we want the treat so what does it mean and how do you forego and and going back to what we were saying before I don't think being healthy is always choosing the long term goal over the right now want I really don't right um, I think that that's not I don't think that can be like a mind fuck. Yeah. I don't think that's healthy either. But I do think it's having the ability to weigh. Do I really want this thing? Right. Do I really want this thing? And if so. Go for it. Am I going to put it on plate? and Enjoy the shadow of it. Move on. But obviously then people will say to me like. Right. But what if I want the thing all the time? Like if if your goal is really of great importance to you. um, Of course, like you can't always choose the short term goal over the long term Um, but I do think that when you're tuned into that, um, about like weighing them and also your future self, and that's really where the future self stuff came in. So I was like, you know, um, obviously I don't have virtual reality at my fingertips, although like that seems like really soon. 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 Um, and I think that that's hard for everyone, but what I found was um, thinking about b- bride clients. So my bride clients are always the most in it to win it ladies. The future of course, self around. that
2: is projected within yes. the wedding photo. So yeah.
0: so people can. It's not just. It's it's they can literally imagine with great specificity how it will feel to slip on that dress and walk down that aisle. And I talk about it in the book. Like even if you don't care about weddings and white dresses, like that's powerful stuff, Mm -hmm. being able to envision that. And it's what, you know, it's not just like, oh, I want to, you know, feel my best on this day. It's like they can literally see what they want
1: Mm -hmm. it
0: to feel like. Um, And it's tangible. And that is really powerful. So kind of um, it made a lot of sense to me, kind of the research and bringing it in this way. And so I think it's completely fascinating. And I think that there are ways to do it without obviously like, doing virtual reality or whatever. Um, And part of it can just be like imagining it in that way.
1: It kind of just sounds like a consciousness where you're like right before you do something, you're not doing it from a place of like needing immediate gratification or reactivity to an emotion. I think that's like what the Whole30 talks about too is like the reason why they're saying don't have dessert at all is because of the emotional like reward kind of systemic habitual thing of that. So it's like, if you just ask yourself, like, what will this do for me in the present and the future? That's like such a big step.
0: Yeah. Just thinking about even, you know, like kind of what you were saying before, like how sometimes you will forego kind of like a night of drinking because you're like, I'm doing my next day self assault. Yeah. By not like even stuff like that. Yeah. Of just being like, oh. I can see, like, you know, especially it makes it easier if you have a big meeting or you have something coming up right. or whatever where you're like, no, no, no. I can envision myself really having a great day on that on that day, or also having a terrible, hungover, awful day. Right. Um, but yeah, like being connected in that way, which sounds a little out there, but it's really not because it's a it's a continuity with yourself. Yeah. Of like in the same way people talk about you know continuity with your past self and stuff like that and how healthy that is um in this way it's really just like oh like i'm me now and also i'm in, you know in a year i i want to feel really good in 6 months i want to feel really good but, how do, you, months, I really good. but how do you,
1: like yeah. what's the i i love this so much but i'm wondering like trying to picture myself in that situation yeah, yeah. you know even using like the pizza thing as an example like judging how how do you coach people into like assessing what the core of the need is if that makes sense where you're like okay do i really want this and need this now or like you said, up or am i going to put on a plate and am i going to really enjoy it or is it better to forego it like what does that thought look like or sound like or how do you like discern what it is it
0: really comes like figuring out what's worth it to you what's not exactly i mean it's super like you know when i talk about this you know, out in the world, there are people who will raise their hand they're like, but it's always worth it to me. And it's like, okay, but if it's always worth it to you, then perhaps, you know, maybe this goal at this time isn't of huge importance to you, which by the way is fine. I think that's really yeah. healthy sometimes to be like, you know what? I do think I want to get healthy later on, but right now it's not a huge priority for me. So I'm just going to be super honest about it. Totally. And that's what's happening. Um, but I think that, um, I think that it also depends like what plan you're on and like what earlier that day looked like and what you want the rest of your day tomorrow to look like right. and um, and stuff like that. But I do think that, um, you know, the way that you don't do it is that people, and I think this is really, really common in our society and just kind of like the way people talk about food and indulging is people will be like, oh, I really deserve this. Or I've been so good. Mm. I, I deserve to be a little bad.
2: Let's talk about right. that a little, Like food as a reward. Yes.
0: So basically we're all taught at such a young age to use food as a reward. Not just, you know, like it's not even just an ice cream cone after, you know, winning your Soft soccer ball. game or, yeah. But also- Did you play soccer? <laughs>
2: For one time in fifth grade I like and I was straight up in like the furthest position you could possibly be. I was don't surprised. Do I I like you know what it's it. called
1: out there? I feel like nope, you have to be really outfield. coordinated. <laughs> to really Way coordinated
2: to even like be yeah,
0: like I could never in my life coordinate all those I things not
1: together.
2: I am a sports person. I was rocking. on varsity softball, so whatever. <laughs>
1: no. I took
2: voice lessons and dance lessons and I did feel the like musical. Those voice lessons, it was like paid I was off. way
1: out there in the in the part where there's flowers growing. I was doing cartwheels. Totally, <laughs> so so cute, <laughs> so cute. So
0: for rewards, it's not just that we're socialized at a young age to use food, you know, because. You know, we're like, we if you shut up, I'll give you a lollipop. Exactly. But at the same time, we're also like, oh no, you had a bad day. You had to get shots at the doctor's office. Here's whatever. So we're socialized at such a young age to use food, not just as a reward, but as a way to self soothe. Number one. It's always one. sugar. It's always sugar. Which is really fucked up. It, I mean, it's so, it makes so much sense because like it really does. Does make you feel good in the moment. Like it it triggers the same pleasure center in the brain as drugs and alcohol. Totally. So it's like ah, instant. My good. kids
1: are bad. I'm just gonna give them meat sticks. <laughs> <Ew>. <laughs> if you're good, I'll give you a Whole meat. 30 stick. Approved. I'm like,
0: I could bomb. I could I could fully bomb. Um, <laughs> like, oh. <oof>. But <laughs> I love meat sticks. Just a sensible meat
1: sticks. <laughs> <Yeah.
0: laughs> but um so it's not just that um it's also that we're taught that's the best way to self-soothe so a lot of us take that into adulthood and that's the primary way that we not only reward ourselves but also um the way we self-soothe and then on top of that um we use these kind of i call them loopholes and moral licensing um they're kind of like It's like ethical accounting. Like, ooh, I've been so good, I deserve to be bad. Or like, it's the weekend or it's the holidays or whatever. And um, the real issue with that isn't the desire to let loose and indulge because again, that's normal. And I think that that's healthy. Um, But it's like the misconception that you need an excuse. Mm. Mm -hmm. Because the issue is when you use one of those excuses to indulge you're not doing so consciously so what happens a lot of times is people will be like oh it's vacation it doesn't count essentially but it does count <laughs> right. it totally everything counts it's fine if you want to let loose on vacation by the way god bless but i think that if you are indulging under the it doesn't count on vacation you get back from vacation and now like your jeans don't fit and now you're devastated and you're spinning out and you're like well it's all ruined i went on vacation like this is what happened versus being like hey i'm going on vacation and you know what i want to let loose a little bit and you know what when i come back maybe i'm gonna wear something stretchy for a second and get back into it whatever Mm -hmm. i think that's really healthy I also think it's healthy if you want to be like, hey, I'm going on vacation and I wanna feel just as good as I felt when I wasn't on vacation. So I'm gonna kinda just like continue my current vibe on vacation that works too. The only thing that does not work is it doesn't count
1: because it does. Right, also that thing you're saying about like, I can be bad, like there's something so like deeply psychologically fucked up about that because Then you're putting that energy into your body too, where like it's not even celebratory. It's like yeah, you're not even enjoying and it. And negative in a way. Yeah,
0: it's the worst possible. Is like you're eating it. You're not even enjoying it. You're so mad at yourself.
1: Yeah, like as you're eating it, you're like I'm being bad. It's like it's like there definitely has to be like a a bounce back on your body, just being like oh yeah, well now I'm gonna hold this in your belly because you're like producing <laughs> stressy cortisol. No,
0: but by the way, um, there is research that shows that. I mean, those hormones, those kind of um, feelings of shame and inadequacy and yeah. in the and the hormones that go along with that, those feelings drive us to overeat. Right? Totally. They're like going
2: to ad- have an addictive nature within themselves. Yeah,
0: totally. So it's like, you know, I think I think honestly what happens is people worry that if we're too kind to ourselves, if we're too self-compassionate, then we'll really lose it and go off the deep end um but it's really the opposite like when when you take a step back and by the way you will um forgive yourself and then figure out kind of what happened like in a non-judgmental way being like hey what when, what what was going on there and and that's what this book is really about which is really like the more self-knowledge you have the better you can be at moving through these things and not having them stand in your way cuz everyone has BS, Mishikos, whatever, with food, everyone. Um, Some people, you know, there are those rare people that you meet and it actually makes me just so happy, (laughs) but they kind of don't. But like, I would say the majority of people do. And the more you understand about what makes you tick, the better you can be being like, oh, I'm someone that really like, I can't skip a meal, like I can't skip lunch because if I do then, you know, I'm going to be starving and I'm just not going to be able to, like, deal with my life come, you know, dinner. And so, like, maybe I'm someone that needs to have a snack. Maybe I need to have multiple options with me. Maybe sometimes I won't eat them. Maybe sometimes it will go bad and I have to, like, live with, you know, wasting some food or whatever. But I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think ahead and prepare
1: myself because I know myself and I know that that doesn't work for me. Yeah. So what are, like the like what's the most common thing that like the food therapist slash you like really works with people to work through or like normalize you know
0: i think it's it's kind of what we're talking about like i i made the book exactly how i structure uh sessions so like the first it's funny and I talk about this also which is that like I very much have like a clinical background like I studied biochem and organic chemistry and um all the labs and I did my residency at Mount Sinai New York and so um when I came out of that and started my private practice I was like wait oh that stuff doesn't really like the psychological stuff the like complicated stuff I feel like Took a front seat before you could get to kind of being like, here's
1: all the information, and here's what you do, and you mean here's like the science of what will like optimize your body isn't as important, right? Initially, Um,
0: it's like I, it's more kind of what I found. There was that intention action gap of people knew what to do more or less, they weren't doing it, and they were like, oh, I'm not doing it because I'm lazy or I don't have the ability. And I was like, no, I don't think that's true, though. Mm. Like, I really don't think that's true. Um, It's that, you know, food is loaded. It's complicated. You're busy. You're stressed. You're distracted. And then on top of that, like, there were different patterns popping up. So, like, one, I call it dependence issue. So where you use food as a way to like self-soothe and that's kind of like the primary way that you feel better in the moment Mm -hmm. there's also one um that i talk about called the pleaser trap which is like when you're so tuned in to what other people are eating that you're like oh yeah i'll just eat that and like you want like you don't want to ruffle feathers Mm -hmm. or you don't want to upset anyone so you're like oh i just i'll order what you order or like you don't want to be difficult
1: yeah you're like oh
0: i just like little me, like yeah. I don't want to make a fuss, and so I think what happens is you're kind of the third wheel in your relationship with food. Ha, I love yeah. that. Yeah. Um. And then there's different ones like hot and cold, where like one day you're like all out. That's kind of that could be like the whole thirty thing, where you're like you're either in a hundred percent whole thirty, not a drop of maple syrup. <laughs>
1: to like,
0: well, well you I know. will say the
1: reintegration was difficult. It's like, hard. The first week or two after I stopped, I was like. So freaked out. It literally felt like that game Frogger, where I was like running from one side of this to the, you're the like, other, like I'm just trying not to get hit from- by a drop of stevia. <laughs> like I was just like unwell. But I think you're right. Like it's slowly. It was like a slow burn into like letting it happen.
2: Yeah, and deciding what's really truly worth it. To that. Huge. What's your professional stance and opinion on mm. alcohol consumption and as it pertains to being a being mindful, an adult? woke eater?
0: I'm down with alcohol. Cool. Um, I'm definitely not like you can't have alcohol. The thing with alcohol is that alcohol lowers your inhibitions. Which is why you end up eating five pieces of on pizza sitting on the street. So I think that if you, I think it's worth If you're figuring out, like if you're someone who's maybe all or nothing and you're trying to figure that out, maybe in the interim of just figuring out what's worth it to you and what's not, maybe your identity is kind of wrapped up in like being all or nothing, being like go big or go home eater, then that might be really difficult. But otherwise, like a glass of alcohol a day. So like
2: if you're working with a client and they're have some type of um weight loss goals, let's yeah. say. Like apart from limiting alcohol completely, what do you what do you suggest they drink? A tequila, vodka. Okay. Straight. Or keep it clear.
0: Keep it cl- No, or I mean, but or like a dry glass of wine.
2: Okay, it's so like less sugary.
0: Yeah. I wouldn't do a like glass. L-O-L. A, a glass. A glass.
2: <laughs> a singular. Yeah. I would say so okay for, yeah for women i actually don't miss drinking i feel like i'm totally fine but i do know if there's anything that's going to happen on day 31 of whole 30 it's going to be a tequila with soda water uh,
1: so Bottom tequila line. is going to be hard to reintroduce right off the bat you're going to get a headache after that yeah
2: well it always gives me a
1: headache it's i mean yeah. it's part of the um,
2: the the uh, love hate relationship that i have with myself <laughs>
1: Uh, you're like,
0: I just too want real to feel terrible. <laughs> That's what just I want keep,
2: It just like keeps me low end, you know, like I don't want to do too much tomorrow. Yeah. let's have a glass of yeah, it's like an two.
0: excuse to sleep all day to <laughs> be
2: unsubscribed unsubscribe exactly. I, Wait, I
1: love this this book this book is Amazing. incredible so you're
2: talking about tips. There's recipes, there's there's a quiz or you can find out really like identify the bullshit you have with your relationship with food. So then you can, as you said, like once you're able to identify it, you're able to move through it. Yeah. I love it.
0: It doesn't have to stand in your way where. And by the way, may I just say that. You know, we all have stuff like I keep on saying, the more you know about yourself and what makes you tick and what makes you overeat and what makes you act in ways that aren't in your own best interest the better you can be at moving through those things of, by the way, those things will continue popping up. Right. So it's just about a having the self-knowledge. So like you can change your environment, you can make it so that those things pop up so much less, Mm -hmm. but then also still like you're going to have to forgive yourself. And it doesn't mean that everything's going to fall off. It really is going to help you take another step forward. So I love
1: that you're saying that because I feel like that's such the thing of like self-work in general across yes. the board is that at least I come up against that sometimes where I'm like, I've already done so much. Yeah. Or, you know, friends that that I'll give advice to and then they'll like take it for 30 minutes and then they're like a goldfish and then they're just like on a loop with the lesson. It's like, you kind of have to just like embrace the fact that like all of this stuff, whether it be with food or like spirituality or your emotion, it's like, it's an ongoing vigilance forever. Yeah, we're imperfect and we're human and that's kind of the point. So it's like,
0: you know, people get so mad at themselves for not like doing things perfectly and it's like, But that's so silly because that was never possible. Right. So instead of like being so focused on like never taking a misstep, being like, okay, when I do take a misstep, I'm going to be like, what was going on there? Right. And like, it could be so many different things for some people. Like, you know, like even things like happy, you know, like transitions are hard for everyone. Um, but like even happy transitions are hard, you know, like getting married, moving in with someone, um, having house guests, like stuff like that, that kind of just like throw you off can be hard and being like, oh, I'm someone where this is a little challenging for me. What can I do to prepare myself So it doesn't have to be a big deal. So
2: basically like the self-inquiry is key. Self-knowledge. Self-knowledge. Yeah. That's beautiful. The book is called The Food Therapist, Break Bad Habits, Eat With Intention, and Indulge Without Worry. And we are giving away two copies. One winner gets two copies and they Hmm. get to give one to a friend. Wow. Mm -hmm. So all you need to do is comment on our Instagram what your favorite part of the episode was. I have one last
1: question before we wrap up. Sure. Do you have any food um, that you're just like a hard no on for people?
0: Oh, good question. That's a really good question. Thank you.
1: Uh, I would say the only like
0: hard no I have is like a Splenda. Uh-huh. I Ooh. love that answer. You
1: know why? Something that's going to fully give you cancer.
0: Well, it's not. It's not. And by the way, if you eat Splenda, like, please don't go through a shame spiral. I'm sorry. It's more just a, by the way, I was like the biggest like diet coker. Like, you know, in my <laughs> diet twen- coke is my drug of choice. When I was 21, I was like chugging diet coke. So like, I'm fine, guys. Yeah. So if that's what you're up to. That's Don't your worry. kink. Go for it. The only reason I say the only reason I say that and I kinda I'm calling out Splenda for being lame is that like let's even take out like the chemical of it all. So what happens is the molecule is six hundred times sweeter than regular sugar. And Whoa. so it it really actually changes the way your taste buds perceive sweetness. Mm-hmm. So ah. if you're not eating Splenda, then you Take a bite of an apple. It tastes deliciously sweet like, you know, it is like dessert in a way, you know, yeah. like I'm not saying that it has to be a dessert, but you know what I mean? Sure. Um, if you're eating Splenda, and by the way, I've had tons of clients who like need to put Splenda on fruit because their taste buds are so desensitized. It really does change the way their taste buds perceive sweetness. And so it just it's so counterproductive because I think it makes you crave sugar all day. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, that's really a really good answer.
2: Sure, where can our listeners find you?
0: Um so my website is Shira S H I R A and then rd dot com and then yeah and then my Instagram is
2: Shira underscore rd. Those are like the means registered dietitian. Yeah, registered. Just holding down the space, holding for all the the Shiras who are registered dietitians. You're the one.
0: That's what's yeah I yeah I am and I mean (laughs) Shira. I feel good. (laughs) I have the doozy of a last name, so I feel like Shira. It's like unique enough that you could probably find me. I appreciate that
2: awesome thank you so Thanks much, so much. For thank joining you guys up. so much for having me this was awesome yay yes that's a retrograde today's roses and thorns is brought to you by our good friends at care of vitamins Ooh, we love care of vitamins not only do we love tiny packets with our name on it but we love what's inside of them too
1: we also love the convenience of not leaving our home to get everything that we need to put into our body so true that if that appeals to you, I suggest that you head over to take dot com and take their very convenient, accessible, lovely quiz that asks you a variety of questions based on your supplemental needs. Are you looking for brain health, heart health, energy? Do you have cholesterol problems? Do you have anxiety? What's going on with you? Care of will take the quiz and then take care of you. Me
2: likey customization. Let me me just say. Me me likey when you say me likey. That's what it is, right? (laughs) It's like you're going in, you're taking the quiz. They're telling you, they're helping you figure out what it is you need. And if you know what you need already, then you can put that in your cart too and form these beautiful little packets of divine supplemental
1: bliss. And, you know, it really just puts the convenience into the entire situation. Not only is it they're doing it for you and packaging it, but Then when you have to leave your house early in the morning and you're in a rush, you don't have to go through every bottle of vitamins and like create your own little packets. You can just grab one from the stack and and go and take it throughout the day.
2: Yeah. And it costs about 20 percent less when compared to similar brands at local drug and health food stores. So you're saving money in the long run. Obsessed with that. So if you head over to TakeCareOf.com, we are offering our That's So Retrograde listeners 25 percent off their first month with promo code So Retrograde. That's right. So that's takecareof.com, take their quiz, check out.
1: And when they say, do you have a code? You say, in fact, I do. My friends at That's So Retrograde love this stuff. They've talked about it incessantly. I'm going to put in code So Retrograde and get myself 25% off my first order. Join the Take Care Of party with us. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Namaste. Taking care of
1: yourself. (laughs) (laughs)
2: That. <laughs> okay, so I think today, we haven't done this in a minute, so let's devote this segment, a rose-filled segment yet again, to what products we're currently digging. Okay. How's that sound? I like it. Do we like it? I like it a lot. Cool. What you got? Uh, Well, I know we talked about this
1: in the previous episode, but I just wanted to give one more shout out to the things I ordered on Thrive. Uh, the peptides are just right who the fuck was i before i drank peptides every morning because i don't remember a life before it and i don't want to remember a life interesting before it because it's just it's like breakfast was so stressful and now i have that and then i have a baseline in my body and then like after an hour i can be like what actually do I want to eat? It's not just like some mindless thing or like some stress oriented. Like, okay, there's a fruit, there's a nut butter, there's a right. an egg. I don't know what the fuck to do. Breakfast so curious that's forever. My favorite thing ever. Mixing the peptides just with like regular coconut milk is my jam. Um, and the jalapeno bone broth from epic, epic is so epic. My favorite thing. I've tr- I think I've tried every bone broth that you can buy on Thrive or in Erewhon or Sprouts. Yeah. And a lot of them are, like, needing a massive amount of flavoring or salt. And it's, like, kind of gross to drink it. And the jalapeno one is just, like, you don't need to do anything to it. Yeah,
2: I is that, that's the one I brought last week yeah, when I we recorded. So. I, I ordered so. so many heated of Heated it up, put it back in the jar. So fucking good. Needed to wait for it to cool off because it was indeed very hot and I couldn't hold it. Yeah. But nonetheless. Who cares? Really, really worked out. Yeah. I like those a lot. And then I have one more thing that's not a food-oriented
1: thing. Um, It's a new blonde shampoo and conditioner that I've gotten on board with. I love that you
2: have this because I have one up here, too. Oh, you do? What's yours? Well, I did a really deep Amazon dive and I found this stuff called Color Mask Uh that had, like, six reviews, so you never know. Could have been shady. Really took a chance on an unknown kid. Uh huh. And it is this... Yeah, the brand's called Color Mask and I got the um color mask pearl it's a pearl um it has like almost like an iridescent pearl tone in the in the how did you find this just looking on amazon okay just doing a late night stony deep dive as one does Mm -hmm. um and i've used it once and so i don't really know if it was able to like fully tone out the yellow but i will say the condition of my hair is soft and that's important let me touch it
1: Feels good. So I
2: think I'm going to leave it on for a little bit longer and see if it has like a proper toning effect.
1: What's yours? Um, Mine is just a, a just straight up purple, like dark purple shampoo yeah. conditioner Um, by this company called D.A.V.I.N.E.S. Davines. Davines. Maybe yeah. Maybe you can just pull that up so we can look at it. And it fucking smells so good. I don't even know. It smells like baby powder and sensual and sensuality it's this one no no that's not it that's not the it's that's not the purple one it's not love it's it's more it the the container is like black
2: yeah if you're if you're bleaching your hair it's all about you have to have purple, purple. shampoo otherwise
1: it turns fucking yellow
2: so that's my latest discovery
1: that's a great one um you know i haven't actually bought shampoo and conditioner in a while so this was my first time In quite some time, and I'm very pleased with it. You know, I'm not someone who usually like showers every day or wash, definitely don't wash my hair every day, but I've been noticing that I do feel like a better version of myself when I have clean hair that smells amazing. Oh,
2: I definitely wash my hair once a week.
1: Yeah, that's what I u- usually do. But when I wash my hair more and I smell really good from my head, yeah. I feel like more confident mm. and attractive. Okay. It's weird. I respect that. Even though I don't believe in washing hair, I feel like it maybe is it a must It makes you happen. feel,
2: yeah. I think just for like the overall health of my hair, I can only do once or I twice know, a it's week. It's bad for you. Um, what else? You tell me. Well, I've been on the search for a great coverage kind of for the warmer months, like a Tinted moisturizer meets foundation. Mm. I really got into Wander Beauty. I love that brand. I thought their foundation stick and their concealer were amazing. But in just the, in the world of just wanting to try new things, um, I found my way to It Cosmetics CC Plus Cream. Mm-hmm. What do you think? I have it, it on right good. now. You're making
1: me think I should order more Integrity for the summer.
2: It's a little bit more cover. It's a, a lot, actually a lot more coverage than the Integrity. Okay. I would say sun is on like a two in terms of coverage. just is like, like an eight. Really? Yeah. But it doesn't look like you're wearing any makeup. I know. It goes on. Thank you. I'm yeah. like, I know. No, it goes on like really nice. What's it called? Um, It Cosmetics. Okay. Where'd you find CC+? this? CC Plus. They have it at Sephora. And here's the hack. I wasn't sure if I wanted to commit to it. So they had like a tiny bottle that was maybe like $15 that I got, which is extremely portable. And I was able to test it out again on that Sephora tip. They also right now have a... Um, Like um, they always do this. They always have like little sampler kits, but they have a mascara sampler kit that comes, I think, with like four or five different mascaras and a coupon for a full size one of the mascaras that you can take in. I think it was like $28 I now have five tiny mascaras. Question. Yes. What's the difference between a BB
1: cream and a CC cream? Is there a (sighs) DD cream or an AA cream?
2: Great question. I think... You know what? This is out of my wheelhouse. All right,
1: we're going to Google this we'll and figure Google it out. Or it, you guys Google it and tell let us. Let us know. Or you guys might just know um, already. So
2: that mascara hack is like... Cute. Bueno. Mm-hmm. Love it. Love that shout so much. Shout out to our friends at Sephora. Yeah. <laughs> just bringing the chemicals to the people. Damn. <laughs> um, my
1: last thing is... I know that this isn't probably something that you can buy, but I want to shout out Jen Kramer from Corrective Skincare. You can
2: buy her stuff. You can? Yeah.
1: She has all these different products that she makes yeah and she has a benzoyl peroxide that is like pure benzoyl 5% or 10% yeah which is like not able to be found anywhere else and I was getting I got like a cystic I think I might be eating too many nuts interesting so my chin acne is like
2: a Heat little bit in the body
1: yeah it's it's coming through but, so I just put a little of that on it and it like basically started going away immediately after I use this like squeaky clean face wash that she gave yeah, me. It's she has the, my three favorite different, face wash I've ever called,
2: used. They're um, called Face Shampoos. Yeah, They're phenomenal. Yeah. All her, I mean, it's her products are a, a lot of what I use and a lot of what I attribute to saving my skin. So obviously I'm like- She's amazing. Leading the band on, on all things Jen Kramer. Um, if you guys haven't heard our episode with her listen to it it's very enlightening i think on how to maybe shift whatever your skin's going through at the moment um i'm so happy you love the face shampoo i love it so much which one which color are you using um the one that's like the squeaky the yellowest green. the yellowy one yeah i use the or, light green one i can't remember what color it is now. anyway huge fan of that and then also I'm in a constant journey for finding a scent and I found one. I don't own it yet, but there's one that I'm constantly going into moon juice and putting all over my body and it's called the 1111 fragrance from Lake and Sky and it's one of those like natural, like great uh, ingredients in it that's not like gross or whatever and it smells so, so good and it's a unisex fragrance. Ooh. So just hot tip guys. Oh, fuck yeah. Um. All right. Well, I think that's good this that's is it. this has been fun, maybe we guys. can put
1: all the clothes like on we should do like no that's too much I of a project it's too
2: triggering i was for gonna me. be like, we can to... make a store and she's like no i'm like i'm done with online sales but it's would no you guys buy vibe. our clothes
1: because i'm down to sell it's them it's no longer my vibe but it's my new vibe
2: um <laughs> we just switch i'm yeah. like you know i think i'm gonna start uh, stand-up comedy <laughs> um well also i want to shout out our event we're doing for pride again uh, along with it gets better there's a link on our instagram page and we hope to see you there Thanks for listening. Thank you to Shira. Again, we're giving away two copies of her book. Come Uh, get them. Come get them. Let us know what you liked about the episode on our Instagram page, and we'll select a winner. As always, you guys, we want to hear from you
1: in the form of reviews on iTunes. Is that too much to ask? I don't think it is. I I think you should head on over and just let the people know that we give the people what they want. So
2: even, you could even subscribe on iTunes, I believe. And that gives us a good look.
1: I love that as well. And you know what else we have for you guys to become fully immersed in the retrograde universe of it all? Do tell. we have a private Facebook group and a lot of you are in it. And a lot of you are very involved and we appreciate seeing you raise your voices and seeing you interact and Get to know each other, potentially do meetups. It's very cool to see. Meetups are happening. Yeah. It's awesome that the community is taking on its own identity. So go over to our That's a Retrograde Facebook page and find groups. And you'll find a separate That's a Retrograde with a different logo. And you just have to answer a simple question so that we know that you're part of the crew and you're not rogue and going to harass anybody. And get involved with that over there. Because the internet
2: can be scary. But our group is a safe space. Loving universe. Absolutely. So subscribe, leave a comment, a comment, a review, join the Facebook group, join the conversation, and namaste listening. Okay, bye. Yes,
1: that's a retrograde.